media at SAFM with Ashraf Garda. Exploring every media platform and industry. Only on 104 to 107. So, Tonya Curry has been teasing us and saying, what's the biggest story of the week? Uh, Brexit? Can I think of anything else? I don't know, but I don't know. She hasn't told us. We will find out when she looks at the media week and numbers coming up around 25 past 10. There's a fascinating online campaign from Nat Flores, which we're going to talk about. Uh, looking forward to that, as well as Sawatin now has launched a magazine called The S. Meg, did you get hold of it a few days ago? We will certainly will talk about that. Before we get to all of that, we'll also get the answer from Krivani Pillay as to who nudged her into a career in journalism. You will never believe it. Coming up right after this. Of the game. Media at SAFM with Ashraf Garda. Exploring every media platform and industry. Only on 104 to 107. Right, so as you know, every every day around, uh, every Sunday around this time, we have our eye on an individual in the media marketing space and chat to him or her for about, you know, 15, 20 minutes about just about their lives, away from some of the obvious things that they do on air, right? And we do the same this time with Krivani Pillay, who's an executive producer for, for Current Affairs on SAFM, so most of the Current Affairs shows uh, she's directly involved in and occasionally does present them as well, although she presented... Lots more a while back as well. So, very importantly, um, in fact, let, let's get on the line right away. Krivani, good chatting to you. Hi. Good morning, Ashraf. Thank you so much for having me on Thank your you. show. Now, you know, we, we don't just have you because we like you. We, <laughs> you. You have to achieve it and you have to earn something to come on. So, so being given a, a mention in the Mail and Guardian 200 Young South Africans list, uh, a list that I certainly covet when, when it comes up every time, so I need to see who's on that list, right? Uh, gets you, gets you the, the visa, the passport to come on air. So, oh, that's, that's where you are. So, so, so well done on being part of that, that list of 200 people. Um, and of course, you, they then categorize into me. Media only, right? How did that come about? Um, I actually don't know how it came about. I, I um, uh, got an email from one of the writers at the Mail and Guardian, and uh, she asked me, uh, she said that I was a finalist and if I could answer a few questions, which I did. And uh, before I knew it, it was a congratulatory mail saying, come join us. Um, and then, you know, the article in, uh, appeared in, in the Mail and Guardian. So it was very, it was a very fast process in terms of um, getting onto getting onto the the, the supplement. Um, I was a little bit confused at first because I didn't know if I was just nominated or a finalist. So the final kudos was getting getting invited to last Thursday's event, uh, which uh, Varashni Pele hosted, and it was just fantastic. And the cherry on the top was having made the media and film category. Absolutely. I'm sorry I wasn't there. I was invited, but I had to go to the CEO's sleep out uh, uh, oh. because I was one, I'm one of the ambassadors there, so I couldn't I couldn't get to you guys. I want to sort of told you firsthand. Well done, right? So so let's just take a step back then. So. You don't know, you know, do you have any idea, you know, who nominates you and, and what that process is? Um, I don't know. Um, and as a journalist, you don't ask. I'm surprised at um, you. And, and I was too afraid to ask because it could have been my mom. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, journalists ask questions. So maybe, maybe there's still time for you to do that. Yes, yes. But I was just so uh, thrilled to be uh, referred to as young. Um, so I didn't ask any questions. <laughs> well, you said, like, uh, actually, if I get a young achievement award, I will take it. Absolutely. I completely <laughs> agree with you. you know. uh, good point. Right. Seriously, what does it mean for you, however, 
to to get the acknowledgement. Now I know, having chatted to the to the editor of that particular supplement last week, ironically, uh, who made the point that they better change this year, where if you've been mentioned already in previous years, that uh, you then will not get a mention again. So I found, as a result, this time around, many of the names I probably didn't recognize more than ten or fifteen names across the board, which normally it would have been at least about fifty or seventy mm. names. So wh- what does it, however, mean to you in terms of that acknowledgement? It, it meant uh, it means a lot, um, Ashraf. Um, um, we are working um, <clears throat> in a, a challenging time within South African media, uh, within the own public broadcaster. We have our own challenges that we are working through. Um, so having an accolade such as that, it is. I find it to be very motivating. Um, there are times when. Uh, you know, given that it's an election period, and I'm sure you understand the the challenges that come with an election period for any journalist, um, it's uh, this kind of uh, accolade just validated the work that I've been trying to do and motivated me because there are times where you start to wonder, am I doing anything right? Is, is anyone listening? Um, you know, do they acknowledge the hard work and the lot, the, the many the producers and and senior producers that work behind. So this is the kind of, it, it, I, I use this as a, as a motivating factor to do what I need to do next, yeah. And, and, and do, you do, do you need that validation? I mean, if it was not there today, because, I mean, you know, for everyone being nominated, you know, there could be 10 others that you would have nominated, mm-hmm. and they're not there, right? Do you, is that important for you in terms of your career to get this validation from your peers? Um, yes and no. I think for me, um, the yes part, it, it, it is great to be acknowledged because uh, sometimes you do question yourself and, and, and question if you are making a difference. So this kind of uh, accolade says, uh, in a way, yes, you are making a difference. But also no, because the work of a journalist is uh, almost unforgiving and unthankful at times. We put ourselves in very difficult uh, positions trying to, to reflect what's going on in our society Um, and uh, you know and we work given with the advent of social media we have a a very critical public Um, and so we have to take a lot of the flack with the successes as well so in 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 that way um, every day I'm inspired by my team who against the odds just work you know put the pedal to the metal and, and just get the job done but then when you have your low days Probably will be taking this article and, and reading it, and then and then getting over my sorry self <laughs> and saying, "Hey, you know, there are people who rate me absolutely." By the way, if you, as, as a listener, wishes to engage with Krivani Palay on air, uh, as always, time for maybe one or two calls to get in very quickly, and maybe it's a it's a congratulatory uh, engagement and nothing else. I mean, really, oh eight nine one one zero four two zero seven. You can SMS me to three four seven zero one, but if you are tweeting, it's Hashtag media show, you must do that, and then tweet to Ashraf Ganda as well as to SFM Radio. So, so Krivani, you, you've been, you've heard me teasing that question. Um, uh, I, I, I promise you nobody knows it in studio yet. They, I've told them nothing, okay? Uh, and, and I want to delay for another minute, which is who nudged you into that field, right? Let's have we just go a step back in terms of where we are right now. What is it you do on SFM? 
Um, I am one of the co-executive producers together with Aubrey Setier for our current affairs bouquet, which is AM Live, Midday Live, and PM Live Monday to Friday, and Weekend AM Live and Weekend PM Live Saturday and Sunday. Uh, we basically um, not only manage and lead a team, but we make all the final editorial decisions, look after the shows, um, uh, host debates between the team, uh, listen in on editorial decisions. Um, ultimately, the team is in charge of the show, but we're there as almost a, a floating, guiding rubber board for them to stamp out whatever um, answers they need. Um, you know, when, when it comes to journalism, there's no right and wrong formula. A lot of the things happen with uh, trial and error and discussion, um, and that's where we come in. And then, obviously, the administrative part as news management um, behind the scenes, uh, getting the, 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 the admin of news done as well. And, and, and what's it like then? I mean, effectively, you're a manager, right, in terms of yes. your, your core business. What's it like being just that a manager of a, a critically important and a highly influential current affairs program or platform on, on a national radio station, which, which SAFM is? I won't lie, it's very difficult, particularly when you work within a team of, uh, uh, you know, of different personalities, all journalists, all journalists who want to have their voices and their viewpoints put across, a very intelligent and vibrant team uh, who thoroughly enjoy uh, debating. Sometimes I get so frustrated with them. <laughs> But 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 that is that is one of the best parts of the day is sitting back and listening to the team make the decisions, um, you know, for their shows. I feel a little bit jealous sometimes because not so long ago I was at the table uh, putting my two cents worth for a lot of the discussions. But it's just it's 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 a wonderful process to watch unfold uh, from the time of you know a story is conceptualized to the time that it makes it on air, um, and to see how different people's passions come to life. Because not all of our journalists on the team are politically minded. Some love arts and culture. Some are really into sport, science and technology. So it's my job to kind of steer them in that direction, strengthen their passion. But also, as a journalist, you've got to be a jack of all trades. So I try and get them also out of their comfort zones um, and give maybe an arts and culture person a political story oh, um, to cover. Yeah. Don't do it with me, okay? We'll see what happens. <laughs> We're going to talk about the fact that you, I mean, you've you're presenting less now than before but the fact is I know you as a presenter which we'll come to in a minute uh, some quick calls as we chat to Krivani Pillay in fact congratulating on making that mail and guardian list of 200 young South Africans kind Joburg hi hi good morning good morning indeed go ahead well I wanted to say Krivani I couldn't resist this opportunity congratulations <laughs> I absolutely admire you I'm really very proud of you and I really hope you get to the story in terms of who brought you to journalism. It's also great this morning because I never miss Ashraf's show, so Ashraf is responsible for me not going to church. <laughs> but for him to have you on today, it's really an honor. Congrats to you and also the great team that supports you. And I'm an SAFM buff, and I never miss your shows. Continue to do the great job that you're doing. Lots of love, Krivani. Oh, Kai, thank you so much. Kai writes into us all the time, um, and I really appreciate your support and the wonderful 
criticism that you give us, whether it's good or bad, but it strengthens us as a unit. Well, thank you, Kai. Lovely. Kai, lovely call. And, and I'm, you know, I'm not too sure whether I should say thank goodness about the fact that you're missing church because <laughs> I don't want to take on that responsibility. But I can tell you something. With, with Krivani being an executive producer, um, I would strongly suggest, since you already have a connection with her, to uh, apply for a job there. You have a great radio voice. I can assure you of that. All right? Thanks. Now, so now you know. Have a fabulous day, both of there you. There we are, Kai. Thank from, you, Kai. Absolutely. Thank you. Bye-bye, love. Yeah. All right. Eddie, go ahead. Hi. Hi, how are you? Yeah, very good, thanks. Yes, man. You know, every time when we, when we participate in these programs, I normally say that uh, the one who's behind everything, I thought it's a, it's, it's, it's a maze. <laughs> why, why would you I, think that? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, won't, I, won't answer that. I hope you don't say because but it's going well, because I mean, that, that would be crazy. You know, that's, that's, this is leadership. And this is what this country needs, you know. This country is so blessed with male and female, you know, people who can make this country to be a different country. And I'm so impressed by the lady. And, you know, even the, the, even the, the presenters and what do you call the, the other guys that are... The producers the one who, and senior producers. The, uh, the producers, you know, I'm telling you, this country is so blessed. Wow, I agree. Thank you. Uh, we don't know we don't know what we have compared to other countries. Thanks for that. Uh, thanks for that call. All right, Krivani, let's just talk about about uh, there's some SMSs I'll read in a minute. Let's talk about um, that part. That I mean, when we first engaged, when I was doing sport on SFM, you mm. were hosting what the, I think it was the midday show, right? So, yes. so I mean, I hear you on air occasionally, but it's it's not the regular gig for you. Explain why. Well, Ashraf, I, a lot of people call me an SABC baby. I'm a, a Rhodes graduate, and when uh, during my uh, vacation time, Judy Sanderson and Mashila Pele, Cecil Msomi, Mtelepi Mtumkulu were heading up the KwaZulu-Natal newsroom, and I applied to them, and I said, please, can I come and observe and work, and I don't want to get paid. I just want to get some, some experience. And they were very kind enough to allow me to come through every single vacation twice a year since my first year. And when I graduated, they offered me a job. So I went straight into the SABC, and um, I was there for about 12 years before somebody mentioned something about being the furniture there. And I thought, oh, my word, I actually need to get some other experience. And uh, that's when I decided to resign. I joined the EWN team and then subsequently joined the ENCA team as a sub-editor, then assignments, deputy assignments editor, and on to news editor. And keeping in mind, I'd never done television, but I'd loved it so much, and um, my line managers had seen something in me and, and, and just given me the opportunity to climb that ladder very fast. Um, I... I made a concerted effort to get myself off air. Because I loved it so much, I always thought that I could get back into it. But there was something in me that said, learn the business behind news. Learn how to budget. Learn how to uh, lead a team. Learn how to manage a team. Um, you know, just, just take a step back from the presenting for a while because it will always be there. It's a, a skill that I've been trying to hone for a long time. And if need be, and if somebody sees me fit to go back on air, I could go back on air. But getting the other kind of um, experience, you know, 
for me was more urgent at the time. And that's why I did what I did. Um, and then came back, it was almost full circle when um, one of the former colleagues had mailed me and said, um, listen, there's a job coming up and we think you should apply since you, you know, you've, you've done everything to within the team so you know how this team works and and I applied and the rest is history so it was full circle coming back not 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 as an anchor or producer but coming back as the EP uh, there were some challenges at first because I had really I have really good relationships with my team mm. at SAFM so moving from a peer to suddenly being their their line manager was definitely a challenge but I'd like to think I, I overcame that all right so 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 to clear this up because I mean you, you sound great on it and I know that we occasionally hear you as a stand-in or yes. when there's a special program but you're saying as it stands it still remains you've deliberately taken yourself off air to learn the business. So you're not yes. going to be anchoring regularly for now, but it could change. For now. How, how long before it changes? I have no idea. I'm still enjoying the backroom business. Okay. Um, learning a lot. I've never been as challenged, particularly being back at the public broadcaster during an election time and being a manager at the public broadcaster during an election time. I have to say it's been the hardest and most challenging time for me, but I love it. I love every moment. I believe that the challenges are there for a for a reason, and if I don't move past it, then I've learned nothing. Well, there's a question. Someone saying, I'll never forget, many years ago, I made the, I SMS the producer about the pronunciation of an English cricketer's name, Krivani, got back to me, ASAP, asked for the correction, and made sure the sports presenter got it right. Impressive, coming from Anne in the Western Cape. And that's the type of feedback you want to hear, right, Krivani? Oh, thank you very much, Anne. But that was eons ago. I'm so surprised you, met, you remember it. <laughs> People remember lots of things. It gets me to ask you then, then what for you, in your position now as, as managing a team, what for you makes a good presenter and what for you makes a good show? A, a good presenter is, is somebody who reads widely, who who knows, you know, the dynamics of what's happening in society, not only here at home, but all over the world. So international politics, diplomacy is also an important skill to have, and the only way we acquire that skill is by reading, um, and, and reading widely, reading local publications, international publications, and, of course, asking the right questions. You know, not all the questions some people ask are the right ones, um, but it's just, you know, taking yourself out of the story. And, and the best way for me is what would my listeners want to know. So it's also having a good understanding of your listeners, their needs. And, and the one thing my mom and um, even my teachers at school taught me is there's no such thing as a silly question. So uh, whether it's silly or not, I still ask it. But there's some people that, anchors that are still on South African radios um, uh, that, that, that don't think before they ask. So you often get the list, the, the newsmaker saying, but as I said before, and for me, those are cringeworthy moments. So for me, sometimes you've got to abandon the script and just listen. Um, in terms of a good producer, it's having your eyes and ears peeled open at all times. The best stories come from, the best stories for me have come from over, uh, overhearing other people's conversations. Well, they are. But, but, but the one you haven't heard is who actually nominated you. So let me just put this challenge out. Did you nominate Krivani Pillay uh, for that Mail and Guardian 200 Young South Africans list? Because she, as a journalist, has decided not to ask the question. 
crazy. Why? I don't know. But <laughs> if it is you, I want crazy. to know. Can you please at least, you can SMS me, uh, you can tweet on the media show, you can email me, uh, ashrafadesafm.coz, I want to know. Krivani, let's go back, and that question Kai wants to know as well. So set it up for us. You were this young student in Durban, uh, debating was your forte, and what happened along that journey, and then you finally got nudged by, by somebody to say, yes. you should become a journalist, and you didn't want to do that. So go back to, let's talk about the debate, and then what happened next um so it was 1995 um, uh, um we were into our second year of democracy so the un um united nations model schools debate were introduced for the first time in south africa it was held nationwide we started off from district to local to regional um to provincial um, and we debated different countries. We, we looked at foreign policy, education, um, economics, um, just, just a whole range of things. And I remember starting off with Tanzania and then moving on to, I think it was Canada, and then finally getting to uh, Japan. Um, and I ended up winning uh, the, up to the provincial level. And nine students, because of the nine provinces, were then invited to tour the United Nations in Switzerland and New York. Wow. But uh, the, the, the cherry on the top was Nelson Mandela was going to address the General Assembly for the first time as President of South Africa. And we were his special guests. Uh, for the 50th anniversary of the UN, we sat in the gallery. He acknowledged us in our spe- in his speech, and as soon as that was over, um, Dimasani Kumalo, who was the UN ambassador at the time, he was our chaperone together with the foreign minister Alfred Nzor and his spokesperson Trevor Abrams. Um, and so it was just this, we, were, we were surrounded by this caliber of leadership that I didn't quite understand at the time. And all of a sudden, we found ourselves in Central Park, and, and then Dinasani says, listen, everybody, make sure that you're looking presentable. We're going to Donald Trump's Plaza Hotel. So we thought we're just going there for lunch or tea or whatever it is, and we opened this door, and lo and behold is Awad Madiba. And he's waiting there for us, and in this booming voice, he welcomes us. And, and I was the only Indian in the team, so obviously he, he knew, you know, the name to the face. And, and when we got there, he said, so, Krivani, you're going to be the journalist in the group. And I was like, oh, but why would you say that? And then he says, well, I, I read a, an, an essay of yours. And are you going to be the journalist? And I said, no, I have no intention of being a journalist. I want to be a speech and hearing therapist. And um, he says, well, he, he actually sat, when we sat down, he told us the story about underground journalism and how stories were making it through out of South Africa to tell the plight of, of oppression, of apartheid, of, of the people of South Africa. And he says that's what placed sanctions on the country and that's what closed the country off from the rest of the world. And journalism now needed to invite everybody back into the country to open up South Africa to the rest of the world. And that's all it took. He sprinkled his Madiba magic onto my life. I came back to South Africa and I subsequently cancelled my place at UCT and uh, wrote a very last-minute application to Rhodes for journalism, and and that's it. That's the story of my life. Wow. (laughs) So now people know. So so you were going to do speech and hearing. I mean, you were going to do speech and hearing therapy. Yeah. And and your nuts to journalism comes from nobody else but 
Nelson Mandela. But Nelson Mandela. I've got to also honor my teachers because because of my mom and my dad instilling a love for reading, my teachers then took it further and instilled a love for writing. Um, and that's, that's, I mean, I was always good at English um, and, and literature, and sometimes I took it for granted and would not work hard at it. And so whenever I got a B, I thought, nah, you've actually got to get at this all the time in order to maintain your grade. But it was my teacher's who encouraged me with the writing. Um, and, and that's where, you know, I continued. And, and, and Madiba read my essay. It was about a vision for a new South Africa. And he said he just thought that I hit the nail on the head and that I should continue. Well, and that's all I needed. <laughs> well, I'd, I'd love to read that essay. So please send it to me. And if you can even post it on social media, I would love to share that to a broader audience anyway. I would love uh, to do that. I must actually try Education Africa in Pretoria. I'm going to ask them to assist me as well as the local UN office to try and track that essay because we all had to write it under exam conditions. Oh, I see. Okay, yes. so under so that we sort were of pressure. In a, yeah. in a room, we were given, I think, an hour, and, and that was the topic, our vision for a new all South right. Africa. So, so from a speech and hearing therapist, Mandela or Madiba changed your mind and said become a journalist and explained why. As you know, when you acknowledged yesterday or the other, on Friday, in fact, uh, I said something like... Um, uh, and I'll repeat what I said, you richly deserve an accolade for a consummate professional. Grivani, I respect you as a person and I greatly admire the work that you do. You always oh, inspire sure. excellence and nothing less and I won't change that opinion. I will say this in passing, you were going to be the speech and hearing therapist. You're now a journalist. In reality, the job of a journalist is being a speech and hearing therapist anyway. Yes. So now you know. Yes, thank you. <laughs> so you haven't changed jobs anyway. <laughs> no, but Ashraf, I want to I want to actually thank you for always being motivating. I remember when I first moved to Johannesburg and and I was looking through um, the newspapers to find a place to live in. Um, to to you know, I was very nervous about getting on air. Uh, it was John Pullman that had left at that time. I I I thought that I had you know I it was just. It was overwhelming, and you were one of the people that were there every day encouraging me to stay the course. Uh, you've always motivated me, and I must thank you, because um, as, as much as at that time you were doing sport and, and, and uh, journalism here and there, you, you really did um, encourage this young Durban girl to, to give it all she got, and, and, and I want to thank you for that. Well, that's nice to know, and this young Durban girl has certainly got a lot, I can assure you of that. <laughs> Krivani, thanks for your time. I tell you what, I would, I would indulge in you to say, use your social media Twitter handle to tweet maybe four or five things about you, including who nudged you, because people want to know about it, using, you know, tweet to me and use hashtag media show. We'll certainly we'll do that. We'll do that Absolutely. immediately. Well, there you are. Krivani, play time for you to go get ready for tomorrow's show, maybe, or today, I don't know, the life of an executive producer for the current affairs shows on SAFM. Krivani, play being acknowledged uh, in the Mail and Guardian list of 200 young South Africans. So there you have it. Madiba nudged her to say, come on, you need to get into journalism when she had no plan to do so and then cancel the speech and hearing, uh, uh, hearing therapist uh, degree that she had applied for at the last minute and change it to journalism because of the man who led the country. What an accolade that is, isn't it? Right, uh, Tonya Kuri coming up right after this.